started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Welcome back to City Girls Make Do. Uh, I'm your host, Alex. And are you happy to be in Paris? Mm, no. Um, no. And I'm your, host, I'm your host, Stephanie. And today, I had a thought. Careful. I'm going to be careful. Don't worry. I'll watch out. That reminds me, like, every time I say to my mom, I'm like, I've been thinking. She's like, warned you about that. Well, be careful. <laughs> I mean, she's right. It's dangerous thing thinking um think. especially if you're carrie and this bad idea bad idea altogether and that's like what a large part of the show is is her thinking so it's her <sighs> thinking and wondering things and then being wrong she spends like a week thinking about a certain subject and by the end she's still wrong about it she's really an- well she's annoying in this episode but it's mostly just because i hate that she's like in paris and that she's like oh, what could be wrong i'm in paris yeah. and i'm just like yeah you're in paris like what do you mean what's wrong real francophobia hours i hate it it's but like, there's it. places in france that i think are nice just paris isn't mm. one of them i feel so. like paris just like has like because it's like any major city like it's a touristy place so it's full of tourists and people who are miserable there and it's like a city like that's it like all cities are full of people who are kind of miserable and don't want to be there and tourists who think it's amazing so like the clash it creates yeah. drama yeah it's just like eh, i don't know i just don't care she mm. seems to think it's very like she thinks it's supposed to be really romantic, and then she's, like, very surprised when she finds that it's just fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's the part one of the finale, An American mm-hmm. Girl in and Paris, part une. Yeah, it's, like, Hot Shots, part une. Well, I guess it's just Hot Shots, and then Hot Shots, part deux. Um, yeah. Love it. Yeah, I don't know. We're at the home stretch. We are at the home stretch. It's, like... Imagine if you were winning, like, if you were running a marathon, like, we're at mile, like, 24, you know, or in how the Hunger Games. In a, mile, how many miles are in a marathon? 26. Okay. Gotcha. I was like, that doesn't sound, I always get miles and kilometers confused, and I was like, that is not very far in a marathon, because I was thinking kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, no, that wouldn't be, that would be a marathon for me, because I'm very unfit and I don't want to run. Oh, same, um, Yeah. Yeah, but we're at my, we're at like twenty three, twenty four. Like we're nearly there. Or if we're in the Hunger Games, there's like four people left. Yeah, God, I wish that the show is the same plot as the Hunger Games. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, I wish like um, at the end of it, like Carrie and Big both threatened to kill themselves on television. God, yeah, I was just kind of like, wait, I guess that movie, that book, I guess book slash movie, does end with them not dying so it's not ideal but it's like it's still up there yeah i'm yeah <laughs> it's always yeah, fun to see children die you know yeah i know as as one does you know i don't know if that was the takeaway of the film but i think so yeah that's those were the themes 
I think. Yes. Um, <laughs> which I would have loved in this show, but uh, it's fine. This this finale is. I mean, we're we're not finished the finale yet, so I don't want to give my full review of it yet. But like, it's it's like it. I don't know. It does a good job being a finale. It's yeah. I don't love everything that happens because they set up the show that way to end in a way that I don't like everything that happens. But the way that it does play out is like, okay, you're setting it up so that I'm like the least mad possible that I could be for this to happen. So I appreciate that. They're not just throwing it together and just being like it's done. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're wrapping up. We're wrapping everything up now. We're like it's coming together. Yes. Yeah, and the there's stuff that happens this episode that I'm like, thank you for putting this in here because otherwise I would just be mad. But instead, I'm just kind of like, okay, it's fine. Um, but it's enjoyable. It's a fun thing. It's fun to watch. Um, yeah. So, yeah. despite the fact I- that Big is here, but we've kind of said in the Discord even like at this point in the show, you realize that you're like kind of happy that Big's back. Because you're so fucking tired of Petrovsky. <laughs> yeah, it, it does a lot. I guess we should just get into it now. Yeah. Um, we see Harry's- that Chris is guest starring from the very beginning. His name comes up on the thing and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a finale of Sex in the City without Chris Noth. Yeah, he kind of has to be here, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um so Carrie is packing to go to Paris. Um, so she's going like that night, basically. She's going at like nine o'clock. That's when she's getting her plane, I guess. Um, which is like, I don't know. I don't know. If I'm going, if I'm leaving somewhere, if I'm getting a plane, I don't want to do anything else for the rest of that day. Like that day is blacked out. Yeah, I'm not doing me anything too. Else. And I was so stressed out that she goes out for 6 p.m. before she has a flight at 9 p.m., an international flight at 9 p.m., where, like, I know where the the airports are in New York City. They are not in Manhattan, so, like, what the fuck? No, like, if it's me, it's like, okay, I I can't do anything else today. Today is my flying day. I need to mentally prepare to, like, go on a plane and go through an airport, Mm -hmm. but... Carrie's just, you know, a jet setter, even though she hasn't moved. She hasn't, like, left New York um, since, like, what, last season? Even then, what, she went to Atlantic City or the Hamptons or L.A. Yeah. Like, she's not. <laughs> she doesn't um, really leave. And she kind of wistfully, like, looks back at it like she's leaving it for good. But she hasn't even cleaned out her apartment because it's very much like the rich person thing of, like, you're just leaving your apartment for later when you happen to visit again. And yeah. so it's not like she's, like, packing up her all her shit. She is, like, packing outfits. Like, that's all she's bringing with her. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, packed outfits for the next few, like, for the next few weeks. And then she'll probably just buy a bunch more outfits while she's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets a call from, like, from Alex. And he's basically just like, oh, I'll see you soon. And from Miranda, who's saying, oh, I can't, I'm... You haven't changed your mind, have you? Anyway, our dinner is still at six. And, you know, Carrie's like all wistfully looking at her apartment stuff. And then she has a voicemail from Big. And, uh, yeah. I do think it's funny, though, that we, that they tease his name like one last time where he's just like, hey, I'm in town. I'd like to see you again. Um, yeah, you know, and if you forgot, it's and then she hits delete before he says his name. I don't even like. 
why is it a big deal that we don't know his name? It's just like a tease at this point. Like, they're just like, <laughs> it's such a joke that you don't know his name. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. And then we find it out in the next episode anyway. Spoiler. I mean, it's not spoiler because I'm not even saying what it is. But, like, we find it out <laughs> in the next episode. So, like, does it even matter? <laughs> I swear we just find out, like, at the last episode, we just find out his first name. Not even, like, it takes yeah. the movie to get the full fucking name. Like, Yeah, you're right. Not- or who cares like i don't know i remember it being a big thing that like oh my god the last episode they're finally gonna reveal big's name um okay like that's it's not the important so thing stupid. about his character in the slightest it's not and it's such a it's such a bland name too that it's just like wow okay yeah. <laughs> i had this joke with my mom the other day we were talking about like guys i dated and i was like Oh yeah, I've dated like three. I've been on dates with like three different Jameses. Um, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, do people not have any other fucking names for their children? Like the amount of like James, Michael, Peter, Oliver. Like that's that's it. That's, yeah, that's all, those are the only names you're allowed to call your child. I don't know why. Ugh, there's so many terrible boys' names. It's just like yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah, and then and big is just. Not an exception. It's like, okay, that's unfortunate for you. But mm. um Yeah. So she's leaving for her last supper, as she calls it. And uh which is really misleading because if it was like if she was making a reference to the real last supper, then I'd be like, sick, she's gonna die this episode, but she doesn't. Yeah, um, Miranda would kiss her and like it would be a big Ooh. I'd be into Miranda kissing her. And then that would be nice. Carrie would die. Yeah, it'd be good. That's, you know, you know how they're making Passion 2? Could be that. Passion, Passion 2. Passion of the Christ 2. Sex and Sex in the City, the third movie, is just the same movie. It's Carrie being whipped <laughs> in the streets. Um, if, if you never thought that Sex in the City 3 could be more racist than Sex in the City 2, wait until Mel Gibson directs it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you are right. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so she goes out in her steps, and she's she is getting ready to go out for her. Um, she's gonna get like, get a cab to the dinner, mm-hmm. but Big is there in his car, like you know, sitting in the back of the car because he never drives. He has his driver take him everywhere because he's a fucking fucking hate rich him. asshole. Hate him so much. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> and he's like. Oh hey, uh, I want to talk to you, and I saw that your light on was outside of your house. Like, what a fucking stalker move! He drove to her house, I guess, and like looked to see if the light was on to see if she was home, and then just mm. waited until she came outside. Um, yeah, and he's basically like, "Oh, get in, let's talk." And she gets in, and they talk a bit. And Biggs, I guess, his thing is he he wants to get back with her. Basically, he's like, "I cha- I've changed. I've realized that." You know, I, I really like spending time with you. And he wants to have dinner with her. And she's like, I am uh-huh. leaving tonight. And he's like, oh, where are you going? She's like, Paris forever. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, we'll have drinks when you get back. And she's like, yeah, I'm not coming back. And it's like, mm-hmm. the whole conversation is really awkward because Carrie the whole time is like, she's doing the thing where you can tell that someone is very uncomfortable with having a conversation and just giving kind of like, she's kind of giving short not full answers and just she's like 
kind of like I have to go I have a dinner that I'm going to in like 15 minutes and he just keeps pressing her and then she's just like look I have to go like I can't answer all your questions and uh, she also just tries to like he tries to apologize for everything he's like I know that I was like just such an ass before and she's like oh stop stop like don't like there's no point in you apologizing it's fine like it's whatever Mm. I'm with someone else now and it's so uncomfortable (laughs) well the thing I liked was when well, not that I liked, but like I paid attention to, was how Carrie says she's in a relationship. And I kind of was like, oh, but like Carrie would say she's in love. This is true. It is a, I thought that was such a weird way to say it. Yeah. Like when she said it, I was, I was expecting her to be like, oh, I'm with another man now, or like yeah. I'm seeing someone else now. And she's, she's like moving to Paris with him, right? So like yeah. it's such weird wording to say, I'm in a relationship with someone else. It's just, weird and clunky um but yeah she doesn't say anything about that Mm. and she does she's just kind of she does sort of say his name when she leaves the car because she gets out and she's like i'm with someone else and he says who and she says oh alexander petrovsky and he goes oh you're going to paris with a ruski i'm just like you're trying to win her over and you're being such a fuck (laughs) it's so (laughs) annoying (laughs) You were trying um, to win her back by insulting her. Yeah, I don't under like he's he's literally just fucking negging her, and she's clearly just like, look, I need to get to my dinner. I don't, I can't have this conversation right now. But then, like after he chases after her, she just fully gives him shit. She's just like, every time I'm happy in my life, every time I've moved on from you and I've got something else in my life, you come back in and you just shit all over everything. Yeah. And he's just like, it's different this time. It's different. And she's just like, no, it's been six years and you are never different. Every single time I think you've changed, you haven't changed. And I'm the one who looks like an idiot because you're just an ass. And she basically just says like, forget you ever even knew my name and just storms off and i'm like go carry this is some good shit it's the fucking dragging of the century you're like okay go off a little bit like yeah didn't lie wish you kind of said this like four seasons ago but cool (sighs) i know i guess we i don't even want to call it growth because like no it's it's not growth it's not funny enough like today two guys i like previously had a sort of thing with like messaged me completely out of the blue um and i was like i don't know i just looked in the camera like it was the office i I really wished this show would stop trying to mirror my actual life because it's not very fun yeah just every (laughs) single time every time yeah that's so frustrating uh i just (sighs) anyway Mm. she uh she gets her cab yes um and she or is this like just a different time altogether oh no she goes to drinks first she gets she gets in the cab and then gets to her drinks and um sorry i just got lost for a second yeah um she calls big the man who cried love and then she just like has to explain to charlotte that she doesn't mean he literally said he loved her just that like he keeps coming back and being like i care you but then he doesn't (laughs) yeah that's pretty much it is he does he comes back like a fucking bad smell and he doesn't really do anything um and everyone's just like yeah fuck big and like the dinner is really yeah. aw- the dinner is really awkward because obviously it's not like normal times. Yeah. 
it is weird. And, like, she just wants to have a good time because it is her last night in New York because she is leaving, like, in a couple hours. And yeah. she's upset that he ruined it. And then already, like, they're just trying to have, like, nice drinks together as their last time. And she can't even get drunk because she – well, she could get drunk. She's just a coward. Mm. Um, but – she doesn't want to be drunk on the plane. And then she gives a speech to the girls. Um, but Charlotte's like, I'm going to cry if you give a speech. Um, and then that's when Carrie says, today I had a thought. <laughs> and <laughs> it's her thought is literally just, what if I'd never met you all? And they're all tearing up and crying and being, like, sad about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. Obviously, I, I like I've had that thought about like my friends and stuff. It's like, oh, imagine how different it would be if like I didn't befriend that person. But yeah, like, that is the end of her thought. That is the end of her big like statement. Yeah, she doesn't say anything about like how her life is different because of them. She's just like, what if I didn't know you? And then she's like, anyway, I'm leaving, and I'm barely like I'm gonna keep in touch. <laughs> yeah, it's not like oh, what if I never met you? Like. I never would have started at Vogue, or I never would have done this, I never would have met, you know, it's not like I said, oh, Charlotte, if I'd never have met you, I never would have met mm-hmm. Alexander, right? Yeah, and it's very impersonal, it's kind of just yeah. like, <laughs> it's not anything that exciting. It's um, like she just says something that, like, will make her friends upset, and then goes, okay, bye. Yeah, yeah, they're all, they do all tear up, even the ones who are less emotional, When by that I mean not Charlotte, like, they all four of them are tearing up. Yeah. And uh, Samantha is, like, complaining because she thinks chemo's, like, kicked her into early menopause because she keeps getting hot flashes, and then she calls Carrie a cunt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I have that in my notes, too. I'm like, Sam in early menopause calls Carrie a cunt. That's the yeah. <laughs> um, it's good. Yeah. So Carrie goes back to her place to get ready for the plane. Like this is so stupid. Okay. So she goes out and then goes mm-hmm. back to her place and changes outfits. Also changes outfits into something like equally impractical to wear on a plane. Uh huh. Yeah. No. This the outfit is terrible for wearing on a plane. Like I realize that she's like I'm arriving in Paris. I need to have this beautiful outfit to wear when I like wake up from my red eye flight. Um. But it's like literally no one is gonna care. And also like you can get changed at an airport. And yeah. like who wants to be on a plane in this uncomfortable outfit? And I'm, I'm like sure she would have been first class. So. Could she not have gotten changed there? Like, go in something comfy. Because, I mean, she has to sleep on the plane as well. If It's, it's going to be a red eye. So, yeah, like, I don't know. Sleeping. Is she sleeping in a pair of fucking heels? And, like, a full dress? Like, no, Carrie, go in something comfy and then get changed when you're, like, getting near to it. Yeah. Rookie move. Yeah. She's stupid but it's fine um she also grabs her nameplate necklace and puts it in her purse before leaving um Mm -hmm. for the quote-unquote last time like as if this is ever the last time like she's even if even if everything works out with her and petrovsky this is not the last time she is ever going to see her apartment so i don't understand but because he says he's gonna rent it it's not like she has to let go lisa or anything also um her carry-on is a clutch yeah, she she is moving. She is moving, and she has like she's moving across continents, and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna wear heels, a dress, and my carry on is gonna be a clutch. Yeah, 
that that is what she does. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we go to Samantha, and she's out for drinks with just. There's some ladies we haven't seen before, but they're like planning a breast cancer benefit so that's how she knows them yeah and she's having hot flashes and she's just like not having any of it she's just like annoyed with all of their choices like they want to make they want to do this like the, the pink ribbon cookie as part of the benefit and like samantha's just like people with cancer do not want a cookie like they want something that's actually inspirational like but this is so stupid yeah she's like i actually had breast cancer and i don't want a fucking cookie like she's i going for it and i guess like the the leader of the band like leader of the committee or whatever is like well i'm gonna give them something inspirational you like okay okay i mean i mean it makes sense because yeah. obviously samantha is like i get now she's i guess she's in like remission and she's obviously like a very successful woman she's still been working through her diagnosis and through her uh, treatment and everything um so now she's been like asked she hasn't been asked to do a speech she's kind of just been told she is doing one um and also yeah the lady is like oh my uh my like parents my in-laws are gonna be there so like don't swear too much yeah and she just like names them by their last name like as if that means anything um yeah she's like but i guess (laughs) as if who else would it be like obviously your in-laws are the fucking people you're married to like you're it's your yeah. spouse's parents like that's who the in-laws are but she's like the Liebermans. i don't know if- and like what reflection is that gonna have on her anyway i don't understand I don't know. Like, maybe the Liebermans are like really famous I, but i lieberman is like maybe. not an uncommon name no and it's just i guess all this really does is just sets a precedent that samantha kind of like preparing her presentation is kind of like Okay, so it's not it's not going to be anything like raunchy. It's just going to be me trying to be inspirational to these women, yeah. I guess. And yeah, so then we go back to now we're in Paris mm-hmm. with Carrie, uh, Carrie in Paris, Gay Paris, Carrie in Paris, and she uh, she's just saying bonjour and merci beaucoup <sighs> to like everyone, every single person she sees. She's, just she's being <laughs> incredibly American. Yeah, she they they're unloading her bags from like the private car that drove her there, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're just like taking her bags inside, and she goes and checks in at the uh, the hotel, and she's just like doing her half, not even half French. She just keeps she just keeps like throwing in French words everywhere, yeah. which is very funny. She's like, oh, wee oui, wee, oui, bonjour, and um. The, like, concierge speaks to her in French, like, fluently, and she just kind of looks a bit blank, and he's like, and she says, I think she says something that's, like, oh, a little bit slower, and he goes, oh, you're American. Um. <laughs> he would totally know she was American from her saying bonjour. Yeah. Like, he, he would have known this yeah, anyway, but, like, maybe he just thought she was an American who spoke yeah, French. Yeah, like, accents know. exist through language. I did... The American I dated who knew French was like, yeah, all the French people tell me that I don't have an American accent when I speak French. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> but like, I appreciate his, I don't know, tenacity in saying that to me. Well, I don't fucking speak French, so I can't tell you. But yeah. The thing is, I speak French and I grew up, I did 13 years of French immersion and like, I know what people who, I know what Canadians who started speaking French at age five sound like 
as an adult mm-hmm. speaking French, and it does not sound like a French person. No, I mean, it's <laughs> like, probably less heavily accented yeah. than just, like, your average person speaking French. Um, but I doubt yeah. you sound French. No. Like, it's you can definitely tell that there are people who sound like Canadian-speaking French, but not Canadian-speaking French, like, as a French-Canadian, but just, like, English-speaking French English-speaking people trying their best. Yeah. I mean, because it happens um, the other way. Is like if you know someone who speaks English as a second language very well, they can still have, like, a slight mm-hmm. accent, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, it's just I think speaking French and you have a bit of an English accent, it just sounds – it sounds – like, to me, it just sounds really awful. Yeah. Like, just because French has such, like, a – like, I don't even want to call it a pretty language because I don't think it is. <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, a language that has a certain sound to it. And people who, like, whose first language is English and haven't been speaking it, like, since birth as, like, a second language do generally just sound like shit-speaking French yeah. <laughs> to me. Um, but, yeah, Carrie – I mean – it's obvious that she's American, but, like, he's pretty cool with it. He's just like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, we'll get your stuff upstairs. And um, Petrovsky's, like, in the, the dining area, and he uh, – you can go find him there. So she does, and she walks in, and she sees him, like, snuggled up really closely with this, like, really young girl at the at the table. And I'm just like, oh, God, no, no. Like, this is what she – her thoughts are just terrible. It's- because this is his daughter. It's not, but like, <laughs> I, I haven't seen my dad like that. Yeah, no, it's, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I know this is his daughter, but this is fucking weird. Like, I know they're European, but like, I don't think they, they're, I, don't, I know that there's different like customs for how you like are going to interact with your family depending on where you're from. Yeah. But like, I've never seen this before. <laughs> When I've been, like, either in France or anywhere else in Europe. So it's kind of weird to me. They're very snuggled yeah, up. Yeah, people gross. a lot of shit fly by being like, oh, Europeans. But, like, I don't know. I've never done that. I Like, I will obviously hug my yeah. dad and, like, give him a kiss on the cheek or whatever. But, like, I'm not going to sit with him, like, snuggled up. At, like, <laughs> like it, it's, I do not blame yeah. her for being weirded out by it. Um, but, yeah, this no. is Chloe. And she has, like seen hair like she has the full like other side of your fucking head like bangs and she's just chain smoking yes she is she is smoking so much it's like i didn't know you could smoke this much um because she's very french and uh the yeah carrie comes up and petrovsky's like oh this is my daughter chloe and she's just like oh Uh like oh okay it's not weird now wait no it's a new type of weird yeah it's, it's weird it's just mm. different weird and uh then the daughter starts speaking chloe starts speaking to carrie in french just like really fast um saying she she had like the worst day of her life and carrie's like i don't i don't know anything you said except for yeah. the time of day and uh chloe's just like ah you don't speak french he, he's which I don't yeah, know what she she's expected. Like, oh, you don't speak French. <laughs> like, wouldn't he tell her that? Wouldn't he be like, oh, my girlfriend's coming. She's American. She doesn't speak French all that well. So, you know. 
Yeah. Okay, so see, I thought this at first, but then we got to later scenes in this episode, and I was like, oh, you're really not doing a whole lot to make other people understand about Carrie not being able to understand what you're saying. So it kind of made sense, like, in the entire episode with how he behaves, but... um yeah, you'd think he would have told her beforehand, especially since he seems to think she's very important yeah. to him. But, um, but yeah, he says, "Oh, she's having she's having problems with a boyfriend," and Carrie's like, "Oh, what's the problem? Like, boys are my specialty," and the daughter just is like, "Anyway," um, <laughs> and just like completely changes the subject. Yeah, he's just like, um, anyway. Um, he says that he has to go do, he has to, like, get a lunch thing, um, so they'll have dinner later, um, and Carrie's like, oh, it's fine, I'll go out to my room, and I need to nap, and I'll just enjoy being in Paris. (laughs) Yeah, and so she goes up to her room, and it is fucking huge, like, this is the nicest hotel room I've seen in my life, I hate rich people, um... She goes out onto the balcony, and this balcony is huge. Like, the balcony is, like, the size of my kitchen. Um, And then she can see the Eiffel Tower right from her balcony, and it's just, like, absolutely wild. Um, But she – so she's happy at the moment because she's just, like, so excited about everything. she screams when she sees Um, it, and – She does scream when she sees it, yeah. I don't blame Chloe for being slightly disgusted – when um when Carrie brings up like the Eiffel Tower or whatever, she's like, "Ugh, it's trash." Because, because I get it. Because it's like when you're in a city, like if someone's like, "Oh my god, I see, I can see Big Ben," I'm like, "Ugh, fuck." Yeah. Well, it's like, what if someone had come to like, what if one of Carrie meets someone in New York and they're just like, oh my God, we like went to Times Square today and it was the best thing I've seen in my life. Like, what would she say to them? <laughs> like, realistically. Um, but it, like, I'm surely she wouldn't be like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it's a beautiful balcony, beautiful hotel room. So she's excited. And then she she we see her 10 hours later and she's just like super dressed up like this is bananas dressed up. I don't know where they're going out to, but like this dress is like huge. Mm. It's it's massive. It's like loads of ruffles, big, huge dress. I It, it is it's more like, I don't know, it's obviously a formal dress. And he comes in later in like a tuxedo. Yes. So I guess they were going somewhere like very formal but i don't know where that would be yeah no idea but he she is waiting for him because she he said he was going to be there at like a certain time and um so mm-hmm. she's just kind of waiting and then she falls point. asleep um or is that later then she does fall asleep which like mood i fell asleep as soon as i got off work today i was like I'm just gonna lay down in bed and play some Animal Crossing, and then I fell asleep, yeah. so I get it. Um, we do get, like, a quick, like, interception. Um, Charlotte and Harry are, like, contacting their friends, because they're doing a private adoption, so they need references. Yes. Yeah. And we. this is kind of where we learn, like, they're still on the waiting list for, like, adoption in China, and it's, like, a year-long waiting list. But, like, at this point, Charlotte seems super optimistic about it. So she seems like this is what she wants, and 
that it's good yeah. and everything, which is nice because last time we brought it up, she was kind of just like frustrated. Yeah, she was <laughs> frustrated by the idea. I guess now she's changed her tune and she's like into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's good. I mean, well, it, it's not that like it doesn't it doesn't seem out of character or anything because like she did bring up the idea yeah. of adoption with Trey and everything. So it's not like I would expect her to just be against it. But like. I guess the last time it was especially frustrating because it was kind of like following her mm-hmm. miscarriage and stuff too. So it was like, there's there's a lot going on here. But she's happy at the moment and uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's cu- and she says, th- like the important thing from this, I guess, is that she says she's going to go over to, um, to Carrie's place because Carrie's written the one and she's left it. She's left it in her apartment. Yeah. And she's also just like, I guess, getting all of Carrie's yeah. mail and stuff too so nice of her, I guess. um let me go back to carrie we do go back to carrie yeah. carrie has mm-hmm. fallen asleep as we said and uh petrovsky comes back to the room and she's just asleep and he's like i'm sorry i'm late it turned like went to this way longer thing and carrie's just like why didn't you call me and he's like i did you have do not disturb on yeah <laughs> and she's like oh so he gets into bed with her and he calls her dress uh, Milfoy, which and she's like a thousand mm-hmm. layers, and she says it yep. so like like that's the name of like a fucking cake. Like we know what Milfoy is, um, um, <laughs> but sh- he starts counting it, and then he goes underneath the dress, and she starts giggling. So pussy, it confirmed. Yeah, this is true. Although that would. That's it's a really interesting reaction she has if that is what he's doing, but it is they're just joking around and it's good. At, at the, for now, I'm like, okay, this is good. At least he's they're yeah. he's making her feel better, <laughs> whichever way he's doing mm-hmm. it. Um, and then we go to Samantha. She is practicing her speech with Smith uh, for the breast cancer thing, and she's just she's in her bra and underwear because she's so hot from her hot flashes all the time. Um, she looks really good. And uh, she's just like, I don't know, it's it's a f- whatever speech. She finishes it and she's just like, it's good, yeah. huh? And Smith is just like, I don't know, it's like kind of stiff. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's- <laughs> Which, he's right. It's not particularly interesting. He's just, she's just saying words. And he's just like, you know, the most inspirational people when I'm at AA are like the ones who keep it real. Not people who are just saying stuff to say it, but like the ones who are honest and maybe a little like frank about how things are mm-hmm. um and yeah yeah he's just like it's kind of true boring. she's also in her underwear yeah which makes it more to interesting it does. i guess but yeah he just wants her to be a bit more truthful and yeah. less like like rigid i guess yeah and she's like i can't be that like i can't be raunchy or anything like i like i know pr it's not this isn't gonna be the same as aa like I, it needs to be like this yeah. basically and he's just like all right Okay. Whatever you say. We, I, I do love Smith. Um, I go back to Carrie. It's been a week of her in Paris, and she's finally decided to go shopping. She sure does. She goes to Dior, and it's like raining outside. So she has this umbrella. Um, but since it's raining, the floor is like wet inside of Dior, and she just like slips and fucking nosedives right into the store, and it's extremely yeah, funny. She eats shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's ass eating season, <laughs> and uh, and she's just fucking 
it's brutal. It's so funny. Like, they probably had to hire, like, a stunt person to do this because, like, I can't imagine, like, like the length that she flies across the floor is just so funny. Like, it's good to me. Um, but she's so embarrassed. Like, everything flies out of her purse, so she has to go, like, pick it up. And she's, like, like, later she even says, like, I don't even know if I got all my credit mm. cards. Like, I just... I was just so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, and he and like Petrovsky's like, well, he didn't forget all of them because she bought loads of stuff. She bought loads to kind of make up for the fact that she was embarrassed. Um, yeah, she was like, well, if I buy a lot, they won't think of me as like the idiot American girl who fell in Dior. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they will. They will. Like, <laughs> um, and she. So he's like going through this. Like he's looking. He's working, I guess. He takes, like, a phone call, and she's looking through her bag, and she can't find her necklace. Yep, she's lost her nameplate necklace. I don't even think she tries to call Dior to be like, did you find a necklace there on the floor that just that says Carrie? It's very easy to yeah. identify what it is. She doesn't seem to do anything to do that. Like, that's clearly where she lost it. Um, but she's really upset about it because, you know, obviously it means a lot to her. She's had it, like, the whole show. Um Petrovsky's like, oh, is it insured? And she's like, it's not expensive. Like, it's not, it's not like that. It's just like, it's priceless. Like, she mentions at some point that she got it at like a flea market mm. or something. And like, it's, she, it's not something she can just replace really no. easily. And even if she did, it's not the same. Like, it's, it wouldn't be like the same one that she got in New York and everything yeah that's the whole thing and like she says later to um miranda on the phone she's like she got that when they're all together so that's why it's important to her yes yes and uh carrie is kind of sad for the rest of the episode like we see her next walking around paris and like she sees this group of four girls inside at like a restaurant just like laughing at a table and she just like stares at them yeah she and she doesn't mean <laughs> she stares at them basically she until they like notice michael myers <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking creepy. They like they're laughing for like a full twenty seconds, and then they turn and see her, and they just yeah. stare at her. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, um and then she calls her and she's like, "I lost the necklace that I got with with all of you guys," and uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and Miranda's like, "Come home. You're too sad. You're come home. You gotta." And uh, <laughs> she's like, "No. Like I've only been here for a week. That would be ridiculous." Um. But then she she goes in and talks about, like, how she's just kind of, like, even without the necklace thing happening, she's just kind of, like, a bit lost. Because, like, she has nothing to do in Paris. Like, she's been to all the museums mm-hmm. twice. Uh, Petrovsky's working a lot. And it's, like, taking up more time than he expected it to. And Miranda's like, you gotta come home. You just come home. Leave. It's like Miranda. She's like, please. leave his ass. Very She's supportive. Like, leave him. Fucking dump him. Yes, dump him. Uh, but yeah, she. And then this is where Carrie makes her confession. She's like, I have to admit something to you, but you can't hold it against me. And Miranda's like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Um, but her confession is that she's been thinking about Big this whole time because she has all this time on her hands to do nothing. And so she spends a lot of time comparing Petrovsky to Big, thinking about Big, like wondering what she would do in Paris if Big was there. And then um, and then the phone call kind of cuts out. Like the phone starts saying stuff to her in French and Carrie's like, oh, no, no. And then they, they lose the call. Yeah. Yeah, it's. 
But she doesn't even no. try to call her back. <laughs> she doesn't put more coins in. She just fucking is like, well, too bad. And she walks away. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll never speak to my friend again. <sighs> yeah, never. That's it. Um, but that's the end of the scene, too. We go back. Now we go to mm-hmm. Samantha. <laughs> And she's giving her speech. So she's in front of, like, a whole, like, banquet of people. And she's sweating. And she's, like, she is, like, wet. She's sweating so much. Um, And this, yeah. And this is, like, an extremely stiff presentation. Like, it's worse than when she said it to Smith because of how much she's sweating. You know those memes Um, where it's, like, like, me when they're reading my temperature and just someone's standing there. This is me when someone reads my temperature. I immediately start sweating. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's like, oh no, oh god, oh no, I'm disgusting now. Um, And then the person who, like, told her to do the speech is, like, talking to someone else in the audience and just being like, I said inspirational, not perspirational. And it's like, you wanted her to do this. But anyway, um, Samantha's so uncomfortable and she's just like, fuck it. This is what cancer looks like. My hot flashes are awful and I'm so hot. And she pulls her wig off and just says, that's better. And she's just like, she's not like completely bald or anything, but she's like got very short yeah. hair underneath it. And then this kind of inspires a bunch of other women. They all pull off I their mean, wigs. I mean, it's the and they best give her, gift. It's so it's good. The where it's all of them taking their wigs off and she like throws it around and spins it and throws it into the audience. Oh, it's, it's good. so good. And it's also she really sweet. It. So, like, the other women in the audience who are taking off their wigs are, like, real-life cancer survivors. So it's, like, a nice moment. Oh, that rules. Yeah. No, it's it's probably my favorite moment of yeah. the episode. It's just extremely, like, they all stand up one by one and do it. And then, like, she gets, like, a standing ovation. And uh, it's just, it's really good. It's good. Um. Oh, boy. I So I went to... I went to the IMDb for, like, to just, because I thought I knew that fact, but I just wanted to make sure it was true before I said it. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have I have a juicy, I'm sitting on a bad boy piece of information, and I will get to it when we get to the end of the episode. Oof, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, in mm-hmm. the meantime, uh, Charlotte goes to Carrie's place to get the mail and the letter, and, uh, she sees that Carrie left her laptop on the bed, so she goes over to it, and she just, like, goes and looks at it, um, and then there's not even a phone ring, it just goes right to voicemail, maybe this is because Carrie, like, said it yeah, too, because she like, left, but, like, like screening the um, calls. yeah, and it's a message from mm-hmm. Big, from Bij, and, uh, it's basically just him being like, look, I don't even know if you're in town. I don't know. I just can't stop thinking about you. I can't lose you again. I love you. And then and after he says, I love you, Charlotte picks up the phone. Yeah. And is like, hello. And she's like, hi, it's Charlotte. I Big doesn't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. He probably doesn't. Like, he fucking has, he's met the girls like, a, like twice, probably. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. Um, But then... uh. Then we get a scene of them at, like, they're, like, going for brunch or whatever, or wherever they're sitting, and it's the three girls, like, no Carrie, and uh, Big comes in to meet them for, for, like, lunch, and they're all just, like, staring him down. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte's happy to see him, but that's kind of it. Yeah, basically. He's like, look, 
I know that I haven't been a favorite over the years. And Charlotte's like, oh, I wouldn't say that. And Samantha's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. I would. <laughs> like, that's an understatement. And Miranda doesn't even say anything. She just stares at him. Like, I'm pretty sure that this is the scene that the mer- the mad Randa emoji I in her so Because I had, like, flashbacks to it. I was like, where do I know this, like, one specific image of Cynthia Nixon from? All right, yeah. Yeah, and she's just looking, looking directly into yeah. his soul, and he's just like, I know I fucked up a lot, um, which, like, okay, again, understatement yeah, of the century. Like, I know I fucked up a lot, but I realize now that, like, Carrie is this amazing person, and he he wants to, I guess, right his wrongs, and he says, like, look, I'm only going to intervene if you guys tell me that she is not happy, if you tell me there is even the smallest chance that she is going to be happy with this guy, it's over. I'll never come back. I'll never speak to her again. It's done. Um, and he says, like, he mm-hmm. really butters him up good. He butters him up good. Because he says, this is the line yeah. that made me lose my fucking mind, where he's like, you three are the loves of her life. And for a guy to come in fourth, he's the luckiest man in the world. And I'm like, oh my god, shut up. But also, my pussy is shaking. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, you're not even in fourth. Because, like, obviously New York City is in fourth. You're in fifth for her. But, like, but still, it's what he, the thought of what he's saying makes sense. And he is like, if I have even the slightest chance to win her back, I will roam the streets of Paris until I find her. And it's just like, well, this is I what's guess. happening. Like we could just tell you the hotel um, that she's staying at. And he's like, no, I need to I need to walk around the entire city of Paris until I just bump into her. Yeah. And like, okay, so part of this does feel really contrived because I do think it's very realistic that Carrie would not be having a great Mm -hmm. time in Paris because of the circumstances. I do know what it's like to be somewhere new, really far away from everyone you love, and just be really miserable for a while because that's what it's like getting used to a new place. Um, But I don't necessarily think that means that she wouldn't be happy with... I don't know. It's hard to say based... Because like then there's the next scene, too, where I'm just like, fuck you, Petrovsky. Um... But, like, I do feel like it's almost kind of like they could have easily written it where she was happy with him in the finale and it would have made sense. Like, it would have been an ending that I was like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. Um, but they're like, no, we are going to make it so that you want Big back. And I'm like, fine, fine, write it that way. It would have been it's nice fine. if she was, like, happy on her uh, own. And then it would have been yeah. nicer if she was. But, of course, no. we can't have that. So none of them end up like, I mean, I guess kind of Samantha. I was going to say none of them really end up on their own at the end of the series, which is kind of disappointing. But I mean, Samantha and kind not, of I mean, her and like does, Smith are pretty, but, are pretty solid. I I would say like none of them end up on their own because, you know, you need a man to complete you. Yeah. I mean, like, they're they're together at the end of the series, but then, like, I'm just thinking of, like, when we get to the movies yeah, I, and stuff. Like, it's not I, like Smith is I just think the movies there. are canon. That's all I'm going to say. This is a really good point. They're probably not canon. Yeah. I like thinking that they're not canon, because then I can just forget about them when I don't want to yeah. think about them. Like, there's enough bad shit in the show already, <laughs> so. um, Okay, so we... You go back to Paris for our last scene of the episode. And uh, Carrie and Petrovsky mm-hmm. are out for drinks. And he has a gift for her. 
And it's a necklace. He's like, I know that it's not the Carrie necklace, but it is a necklace for <laughs> Carrie. So he knows it's not going to, like, replace it or anything. But he's just like, I wanted to make you happier with Thing. So here's Thing. Are I you like happy now? Like, it's not the and Carrie necklace, but it is a Carrie necklace. I, he, yeah, it is a necklace He's pulling out the Carrie. linguistics. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it is very funny. Um. He hopes it cheers her up, and, like, for a second it does. Like, she is happy for a second. She's kind of like, like, oh, no. Like, despite the fact that I'm having, like, a shit time this first week, like, I I still do care about him a lot. He is still mm-hmm. good to me. Um, but then, just as we think things are looking up, um, he's holding her hair back to help her put it on, and suddenly, like, he, right after he, right after he apologizes for being too busy and, like, everything, um, they're interrupted by these people who know Petrovsky, and it's like, I think he says it's, like, his best friend. Yeah, it's like a friend, um, and he's there with his girlfriend, and they're all very speaking French, and like, oh, you know. Yeah. Whatever. I can't I, I can't speak French. Yeah, I can't say what I said. And, yeah, there's not a single moment here where Petrovsky's like, oh, can we speak English because Carrie doesn't speak French? They sit down and it's like four of them sitting together and the, like three of them just speaking French very fast back yeah. and to forth to each other and Carrie is just sitting there like lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like make an effort to at least let – like you know she's not in a good place right now. Like make an effort to make her feel included and that – she can understand stuff and not just sitting here with you because like at the moment it just feels like she's here for you and not to do anything yeah, she's herself. there to keep so, him company yeah and like you want her you want her to get to know your friends so like you know it would be nice if she understood mm, what they were saying that would be handy yeah um but yeah she just kind of like holds her necklace and looks sad at the last shot of the episode <laughs> yeah and that's that's, that's it, it. That's that's episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the bad boy piece of information I have, right? Um, this is from IMDb, so obviously it's one hundred percent truth. But I can't imagine why anyone would lie about this. Um, Michael Patrick mm-hmm. King met future presidential candidate Senator John McCain at the Writers Guild Awards, where McCain said, "When Carrie is in that restaurant at the end, and everyone's speaking French, and that rap music is playing, I just thought." Bring on big. King asked if he watched it with his wife or daughter, and the senator replied, no, I watched it alone. What? John, John McCain? John McCain is a Sex and the City fan, and we find this out now. No, it was. He fucking died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's something. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know what to do with this information. Do why? <laughs> I just feel like... And like, I don't know, him saying like, no, I watched it alone. Like, can you be stupid? Of course I wouldn't watch this with my wife or daughter. I would not watch this with my daughter, to be fair. I wouldn't watch Sex in the City with a daughter. I would watch Sex in the City with like a partner. I yeah. mean, I do do that. I'm not like, watching it with a, with a child uh, or a parent. Or I have watched it with my mother. I wouldn't watch it with my dad. Yeah, he's, yeah. I wonder if Megan McCain has watched Sex in the City then. I don't like thinking about it. I just hate thinking about their whole family. Mm. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I fucking hate that he was watching this episode too. Like, I don't want John McCain to have fun with the girls talking about sex and whatever. Like, I don't think he deserves that. Go die. Oh, wait, he did. No, he doesn't. He did. Mm. It was good shit. Remember when he died? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh, well, rankings, I guess, Um, for our second to last episode. Um, mm. Hmm. This is tricky, because, like, 
Oh, Samantha's my top. Yeah. That's just a given. She has that speech. She criticizes Big. She is not having it with her no, hot flashes. Her wig off. I don't know. Whips, she rips her wig off. Like, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's good shit. Yeah, she's my top. Um, <coughs> Sorry. Um, I don't even know who's second. Because, like, part of me is like, okay, Carrie screaming at Big was iconic. One of the most iconic moments in the entire series. Her eating shit in Dior was really <laughs> funny. Um, and, like, not liking Petrovsky is realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, I'll, I'll reserve my judgment for the finale with my ranking with her because that's where she has to make real decisions. For now, I'll okay. put her second. Um, and then I'm going to I don't give a shit. Miranda, I don't care about her in this episode. I guess I'll put Charlotte third and Miranda fourth. Yeah, Miranda doesn't do anything. Like, Charlotte does something, really. That's all I can say. Like, she moves the plot along. Yeah. And, like, whatever about her and, like, encouraging Big and everything, like, I don't really give a shit about that. But it's also just nice to see her happy with her stuff that's going on Mm -hmm. in her own plot. Whereas Miranda's entire thing this episode is literally just talking to Carrie and being like, come home. Like, her actual plot is done now. So yeah. she has nothing else to do. Mm. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to agree with you. Like, I I just think I just think she shouldn't really do anything apart from I, the line, go get our girl, is great. And, like, the staring down big. Yeah. I do. I, this is the thing. I love Cynthia Nixon. I was, I've been watching Ratchet and I'm so happy to see her again. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. Shouldn't do anything in this episode, so I, I I do have to rank her quite low. So I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. And it's like she didn't no. do anything wrong. She was fine, but it's just yeah, I don't know. Um we don't have any questions this week. Um but if you do want to send us questions, you can send them to us at citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. Mm-hmm. Um and because next week's our finale of Yes. The TV show. And then we have two movies that we're going to split up somehow. And then we're going to have to then we're going to have to announce what we're yeah. doing next. I guess we'll announce that like I don't know, maybe when we like finish up Sex and the City proper. That to, sounds like, like a good idea. Entire That's people. a good idea. I'm excited. I, we already have some theme music. We don't have art yet. That will be something that needs to we need to figure out soon. But uh, I'm excited to, to do something new because I, I love the show and I've had such a good time doing it. But it's kind of nice. Like, at, at this point, I feel like the four girls have like yeah. done everything. Like there's not a whole lot new to talk about with them. So I am excited to, to, to yeah, do me something too. new. The theme music is amazing, I have to say. Well, pat on the back for Stephanie. <laughs> um, I love I'm it. I'm so excited. But that's the thing. If I just want to do it now, I'm like, do we have to do the movies? I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Let's go. Let's go. New thing. I know. I keep thinking about it too. I'm like, oh, I just want to start, but we, it's soon. It just, I guess, it's just more incentive for us to like just get the episode, the last few episodes out and finished of Sex in the City, um, soon. Which. Yeah, is going to be soon because there's only a few things left to talk mm-hmm. about. So finale part two next week. Um, I'm sure we're going to have a lot to say about that because we're wrapping up like the entire series. And um, I'll have to bring out like a bunch of the other trivia that I have that we haven't had a chance to go through. At oh, that yeah. Point. Yeah, you'll have to like so. get the good trivia and we'll just 
go through it like i don't know piece by piece we're just yeah we're just gonna rapid fire yes. do all of the trivia and it'll be good <laughs> i can't wait um but yeah so that's a little bit of an update in case you uh i feel like we've kind of teased it to a couple people and like somewhat in the discord as well that we are not finished podcasting yet but like in case you are not there or missed it or anything yes we are going to continue Mm -hmm. making content so just keep your ears peeled i guess i don't like that phrase but um Um, it ain't over till it's over (laughs) no um so uh i guess i can plug the patreon Mm -hmm. at this point um so if you donate one dollar a month to our patreon you can be a certified hay mower. Uh, and that tier gives you a special Discord role, access to our bonus content, uh, like the Mummy Mailbag and our Keanu podcast, which, oh shit, I guess that's the end of September. We should probably record oh, one yeah. of those soon, huh? Okay, I do know what I want to do. Uh, I oh, do what do you want to do? Oh, let's do that. Okay, we'll do good the show. Okay, good. I'm excited. Okay, we're doing mm-hmm. it. We're making it happen. Um... And yeah, if you're also a $1 and up donor, you get the exclusive Discord channel of Looker and Nanny Picks. So, you know, lots of the picks of cats, which is really good. Pussy Join picks. our Discord. Um, if you donate at the $5 level, you are a cardboard cutout of a baby. And at this tier, you get access to everything from the $1 tier. You get an even specialer Discord rule. You get a shout out on the podcast every week. And you can submit stuff for Steve Voice. God, I wonder if I should continue doing Steve Voice when we do continuation podcast or if we or if i should change it i guess we'll figure mm-hmm. something out later um but <laughs> for all our our, our five dollar and up donors are alex Schaup, summer geist jennifer snyder matt ribero jess ayalachi siberian pine hardwood so thank yes, you all thank so you. much and uh at the ten dollar level uh sheesh you are mr big spender uh at this tier you get everything from the previous rewards and then you also get an even special discord role and plus you can listen to us record live if you would like to do that um so yeah that's patreon if you if you want to give us money on patreon that is patreon.com slash city girls make do um yeah I guess that's that's like episode. Um, wow, that was fast. That was yes, um, <laughs> a short one. I guess we are I guess, just really trying to speed through it to get to the end now. I mean, this episode felt like there were a lot of big scenes and not a lot of like little going back and forth yeah. between scenes, which I feel like is like easier to talk about and less we get less derailed mm-hmm. when that happens. I think, but um, we're also recording earlier than usual. So we're just in a different mindset than usual. Usually this is like a 5 p.m. my like time. A 10, like 10 yeah, p.m. So like your usually time. I'm like tired. So I start talking like shit and get kind of off tangent, you know. But I'm like, I'm a bit mm-hmm. more awake. I'm like just chill. I've had a glass of wine and relax. As opposed to like, I don't know. <laughs> By the time we finish, usually it's like quite late. And I've gone uh, insane, you know. I'm like, ah, I'm quirky. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> it's good. It's good shit. Um, all right. Well, um, I guess I'll plug uh, my other shit. So um, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish. You can find me on Tumblr at Windfall mm-hmm. Island. And I really haven't done any other shit lately. Although Matt and I are going to be on Fear Baiting in early October. So that's oh, something to look yeah. forward to. I don't know what movie we're doing yet. I don't think... 
anyone has decided that yet between me, Matt, or Sarah, but I am excited because I've been on fear baiting twice now and it has been extremely fun both times and Sarah does a great job with it. So you should definitely listen uh, if you haven't already. Even if you don't like horror movies, it's really fun. It's also on noisepace.xyz. Mm -hmm. Cool. I don't know why I sounded like an auto machine there. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and yeah, I guess for me, for me, I'm not doing anything recently. Um, I've just been like, Carrie, I've moved, so I'm in a weird depressive state. But um, you can find me on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix, on Twitter at Alex the Virgo, and on Instagram at Alex King Chuck. And I'm posting there and being funny oh, yeah. and quirky, just like I'm funny and quirky here. I love it. It's good. It's like listening to you on a podcast, but I get yeah. to see you too. You get to see so me. So it's good. Like you either it's hear really my good. sexy voice or you see it's my good pretty shit. face. Um, if you do both at the same time, you might have a heart attack. <laughs> this is true. Can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> but yeah, find us on Noise Space. Um, Noise Space has a new podcast that I feel like some of our listeners might be interested in um, because it's about Twilight. And I feel like we have a lot of listeners who are into that. Um, it, I think they're only they're doing it about the movies and it's called Live Free Twi Hard, <laughs> which is just such a good title to me. Um, but yeah, if you want to check that out, noisebase.xyz, where you can find all those other podcasts. Um, I feel like that's a good one to plug because um, – because of the interests of our demographic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, that's the episode. So, uh, Mohe Everyday Gamers, and uh, so uh, long and good yeah, night. Yeah, fuck cops. Fuck cops. Bye. Kiss Keone square on the lips. Mwah. Kiss him square on the lips. Mwah. Bye. Bye, gamers. <laughs> <laughs>